Hello to all our listeners out there. This is Ann Casey, the retired U.S. woman wrestling champion. I'm a guest here on Jimmy Falcon's Cloverleaf Radio Talk Show. Jimmy, the host with the most, and his lovely hostess, Miss Glow. Okay, grab your pen and paper and write this number down. This is the number to call in and listen or chat with me on November the 18th, 7 p.m. That'll be Central Standard Time. This message will be just a brief message tonight to tell y'all. The November 18th talk show will be for about 45 minutes. To listen or ask me questions, I'll tell you most anything except my weight, the true color of my hair, and my age. Here's that number to Jimmy's talk show, 646-716-4378. Thank all of you for listening in. Again, that's Jimmy's Cloverleaf talk show, and that number again, 646-716-4378. Looking forward to talk to everyone out there on November the 18th. Thank you and bye. Blog Talk Radio. This is Clarence Cloverleaf welcoming you to Cloverleaf Radio. Remember, you can always dial in at 646-716-4378. Be sure to watch your language, please, as we are an all-ages program. But we would be delighted if you would sign up for a Blog Talk Radio account, should you so desire, as it will keep you connected with us. And you can always download the newest episodes for free. Alrighty, we are back with another exciting edition of Cloverleaf Radio. I am the host of the most, Jimmy Falcon. Unfortunately, I have no idea where my co-host Grimlina is. Unfortunately, she's been going through a lot of things. Like myself, she does a lot of convention appearances as well. She's always traveling. She's always working. Hopefully, we'll see her tonight. But I'm very, very honored to welcome our first guest. And yes, it's taken me one year to set up this interview with this guy, but I'm so, so very honored that he got my message finally. Facebook's weird. I know how it is. But Domino's, fastest pizza box holder, franchisee, Dale Lamaru is with us. How's it going, Dale? Yeah, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing good, sir. Hello? Thank you so much for giving us the time of day. Oh, not a problem. I just, uh, just caught me on in um, actually Los Angeles. I'm just with my wife and daughter. Oh, you're in L.A., yeah, just on vacation in, uh, over at Disney World right now. Well, you know, oh, uh, Disneyland. You're at Disneyland? Hello? Yeah. You're at Disneyland? Yeah, so. Very cool, yeah, I've been there myself, so I'll try not to take too much of your time. Uh, yeah, no problem course, everyone, everyone knows who is the, the Domino's fastest piece of box holder from the very cool and uh, awesome commercials that happened back uh, a few years back. It made a big lasting impression. 
yep. contacted to be a part of those commercials? Was it uh, something you had a part in? Did they come to you? And what was it like filming that? Well, I'll tell you. It, what happened was uh, the uh, I, I did a video on YouTube about, I guess, about three years oh, I guess. Uh, I guess now it would be about four or five years ago. And, yeah, I just did a video just, you know, uh, showing myself trying to beat my time and all of this sort of thing of uh, folding medium boxes. Well, I've been with the company for about, you know, 30 years. So, uh, you know, I, I tend to time myself quite a bit. This is the first time I put something on video on YouTube. Anyway, somebody from the marketing tar- department in uh, in uh, Ann Arbor, you know, kind of caught wind of this. And uh, they all of a sudden, you know, contact me and say, you know, is this – is this for true? Would you like to actually come down and, you know, maybe, you know, have a look at, uh, you know, if, if, if you can fold the boxes this fast. And so of course I said, yeah, no problem. I don't mind. And they basically uh, had me come down and uh, we shot a commercial in Chicago, spent a whole day shooting the commercial. And uh, next thing you know, I mean, a couple of months later, they're airing this thing every, it seemed every day, you know, <laughs> That's really cool because I'm actually like three hours south of Chicago, so that's so cool to think. I figured, you know, that probably took place somewhere like L.A. or something, but to think that happened in Chicago, that's awesome. Yeah. No, and and I'd say it was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, I've never been, you know, I'm not an actor in any way, and, you know, as I say, they invited me down there to, you know, be part of this commercial, and, and, of course, I was, you know, quite flattered, you know, after being with the company for so many years, and, you know, I mean, I never thought of this as being a, uh, you know, a major talent. It was just more of something that I just did. You know, I I did this all my time. And as I say, like, if I did do anything in the store, I'd like to time myself. You know, time is money. You know, and uh, I'll tell you, you know, I found, you know, little ways to try to make things go faster in the store and make things go, you know, because obviously, you know, being a 30-minute company or trying to deliver pizzas within 30 minutes, every minute counted. So, you know, we try to do as much as we can on the in-store to try to make things as quick as possible, and having enough boxes prepped was the number one thing. So, you know, and they, you know, they've seen, the, they seen that as well. And obviously, you know, that's where I think, you know, the commercial tells a lot of truth. You know, we do these pretty big promotions, and I'll tell you, we need, need a lot of boxes. Absolutely, yeah. I work at Denny's, and I don't know about doing anything like clipping uh, boxes together with mighty speed, but I've always been good at doing voice impressions, so that's kind of what I hope to make my money on sometime. Good to have <laughs> to be able to actually well, get through uh, your your work schedule with something that's kind of enjoyable, and I'm sure you get so many of them done. Well, and that's that's the whole key to it, right? You know, you, you find something enjoyable, and why not try to do something a little bit faster? It's a game. You know, I found a way to, you know, try to make the store a little more fun. We never have to worry about folding boxes. You know, it's just just something that we do. We just do them quick. You make me want to drive and move to Canada just to work at your Domino's. Well, there you go. You know what? We're always looking for drivers. We get busier and busier every single week, it seems. And I'll tell you, you know, people with a good mind and focus to, you know, the attention to the customers, the you know, their their need for speed and, you know, is what we're looking for, you know, so come on down. <laughs> well, there you go. I think that was a job interview right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. I that, mean, you know, whichever I've way I've never been interviewed for a job on a radio show. Uh, okay, well, there we go. There's always a first for everything. I've never been interviewed by a radio, so there we go. <laughs> what? 
No, I really? you're, you're the first guy to call. Yeah. Well, that so, makes me feel really special. I've done a few people's no? first interviews, but uh, actually um, another guy that was known for a famous Discover Card commercial, I did his first interview, so that makes me feel really nice. I was curious yeah. also, of course, mm-hmm. you know, seeing the commercial on TV or seeing any commercials, a lot of times people are portrayed by actors. And did you ever, have you ever been asked that? I mean, of course, you're. I come to find oh, yeah. out you own a Domino's, so obviously you're not a faker or an actor. Um, you know, what's your well, opinions on that? Well, and that's the unique thing about Domino's is, you know, they don't try to make up things with actors and actresses to try to sell their product. You know, as many opportunities as they can find to, you know, use real people. I mean, they've used franchisees and many commercials. And I think when they, you know, um, had to look at some of the, you know, this talent that I had, it was a natural thing for them to, hey, you know, come on down and, you know, be in a commercial, you know. And, of course, I was flattered at the time. And, you know, as I say, it's something I think unique on Domino's uh, that they focus their attention on their people, you know. I mean, I'm Absolutely. sure they still will use some actors and all that for, like, family scenes. But, you know, as much as possible when they're working with people and, you know, showing the store operations and showing the people in their stores, they like to use their own people as, actually, you know, as you know, to be on TV. And, you know, and, you know we're, not trying to, we're not trying to sell anybody, you know, actors and actresses, you know. Yeah, that's great because who, who knows better to promote the product than people who work in the store. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, and, and as I say, I think that's where, I think that's where what makes our company very unique and successful is the fact that we focus on the people in the stores. We, you know, and, and our main goal is to, you know, satisfy our customers. Absolutely. And of course, after finding out you were an actual franchisee owner, um, how long has it been that you have had your own franchise and how long have you worked for Domino's overall? Well, I started at Domino's as a 16-year-old pizza delivery driver. I bought my first store uh, when I was, I think it was 20 years old. I turned 20 and I bought my first store. And then I've been with Domino's now for just about 30 years. So, you know, um, it's one of my first jobs, you know, during school and you know, I think I've worked for two other companies in my life. So, you know, as I say, I was very fortunate enough to, uh, you know, I was very fortunate to find myself, uh, you know, this, this great of a job. You know, something I would truly enjoy. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to wrap up with one last question, but I did want to say you should come back to Chicago sometime because I can make it to Chicago. I've never been to Canada. I can make it to Chicago. Okay. I mean, well, I'll uh, tell you. You know, it'd be great to to have uh, some. Do- I'd have to have Domino's. You wouldn't have to eat Domino's. I get the pizza. You we could go eat Chinese. And I'll keep the pizza there. But well, you I'd know what? It's Domino's. you know we all choose what we enjoy in, right? You know, and and I say, uh, you know, Chicago is where they filmed the commercial. You know, I mean, their you know their base office is in Ann Arbor, but uh, you know, I guess there's a lot of commercials you know filmed in Chicago and all that sort of thing. So that's where they that's where we shot it. You know. And it was uh, quite a day experience for sure, you know. Absolutely. And wrapping up, I always like to, I know we we just talked about work. I'm sure you talk about work a lot. But, um, of course, what does the future hold for you? I mean, your life's just about uh, Domino's. You have a beautiful wife, a a lovely little daughter. Um, 
You know, what's what's life plan for Dale uh, Lamoureux coming up? Well, what can I tell you? I mean, you know what? I had a very good, uh, very good, you know, time working with a lot of great staff over my many years. Uh, just a few years ago is when I got. I just recently got married a few years ago, and uh, you know, I say my daughter is one years old, and uh, you know, now this is enjoying the later part of my life where I can enjoy my family and. You know, I mean, as I say, one of the reasons I got into franchising was to explore my ambitions in the company, um, which I've done quite a bit with the, the company. And at this stage in my life, I'm more excited to spend with my family. And, you know, just, uh, you know, and I, I'm not too not too old enough to start my own family, you know, right now. So that's where my main focus now is. So. Absolutely, Dale. We'll have so much fun at Disneyland. Like I said, I know I've I've been there. It's a wonderful place, especially for kids. Um, they actually yep. have uh, a jail set up there that's really cool to get pictures in. Oh, awesome! Awesome. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, got, I know right now that's all. Oh, that sounds really cool. I'll have to go really check. I'll have to try to find that. So. Yeah. Absolutely, Dale. Well, Thank I appreciate so the invite. Us, uh, uh, Absolutely, and you know, I, you know, just wanted to say hi to all your listeners there, and you know, if anybody is out there, you know, wanting to, you know, uh, see the video or you know, or uh, see what kind of got things started, you can always check it out on YouTube, even under Domino's Pizza Pizza Box folder, and uh, they can see some of the videos I put together as me just trying to, you know, beat my own time. You know, right now, just to satisfy any curiosity out there, I do a bundle of large boxes, which is fifty boxes in about two minutes. So. Uh, you know, in case anybody's wow. wondering how fast I really am, they can always check the video out on uh, on YouTube. Yeah, I think it's oh, I have dogs in their barking. I think it's hilarious that people challenge want to challenge you and say. I mean, I'm sure people are great, but I I would pay money to see someone try to beat you. Well, I'll tell you. Well, every every two years we do a worldwide rally in Las Vegas, and the last one I attended, there was probably about. Uh, I think three uh, three hundred to four hundred people paying money to try to challenge my uh, to challenge me to beat my time. They did this to raise money for their uh, for their partners foundation, which you know basically supports franchisees and all this. Or their, sorry, not franchisees, but mostly like uh, you know franchisees or stores and you know families and all this when in time of need. So you know I was very very uh, excited to see that 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 sort of thing there you know raised I think over seven thousand dollars each time that you know they've had this competition to try to beat me you know and uh, and as I say we had a lot of fun with it and there was a lot of people that tried and you know what uh, kudos to them all you know at the end of the day you know I just look forward to that one person that can go head to head with me where they can at least give me a challenge to where you know what that's going to just challenge me to get faster that's all. Absolutely, Dale. Thank you so much again for joining us, and enjoy the rest of your vacation, sir. We will talk again. Great. Thank you so much, Jimmy. We'll uh, talk to you again. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All righty. Well, from the breadsticks to the body slams, I go from Domino's fastest pizza box holder to a man who likes to, oh, my gosh, hopefully not body slam dogs. I love puppies, but these dogs make it so hard to do a show. Hi, Frank Wyatt. <laughs> hey, how's it going? Welcome to the farm. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. This is the most there. professional, unprofessional interview you're ever going to be a part of, I promise you. <laughs> yeah. How's everything going, sir? 
Uh, good, good, good. Just uh, relaxing right now, but you know. Absolutely, you're getting ready to take on current WWE superstar, the War Machine Rhino, this Saturday in Matching, Illinois. First off, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, the guy is well, WWE. He's he's known for being hardcore. I mean, you're a big guy. Do you do you get scared easily? I mean, you don't seem to in the ring. Well, uh, actually, uh, Rhino won't be there Saturday. Uh, they they. Scheduling conflicts with WWE and whatnot, but their uh, the replacement they got is Tommy Dreamer. So I'll be facing Tommy Dreamer this Saturday at Mattoon at the Burgess Auditorium. Oh my God! Well, isn't that just the bee's knees? How many people know about that one? I just announced it this morning, so. Well, there we go. First radio break. Rhino got scared of Frank White. He canceled his plane ticket. He called his buddy Tommy Dreamer, said get hardcore on him, and we got Tommy Dreamer coming in. And hopefully he won't chug some chew spit before he fights Frank White. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, now it's uh, I know it's gonna be a big opportunity. One of probably one of the second, you know, one of the biggest matches I've ever had. Absolutely. I'm going to make these dogs quiet. This is, I usually don't have this big of a problem. Maybe they're scared of you. There we go. It's a lot better. And, of course, um, we're going off from that because that just completely blew my mind. Um, how did you get your start in pro wrestling? How did I get my start in pro wrestling? Uh. I started down in only Illinois training at uh, IWA Unlimited with uh, Josh Hutton and Stephen Davis. I started down there in September of 2011 and had my first match in December of 2011. So regardless of what people may or may not say, you're the original Wyatt family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh I know everyone kind of said they're like, "Oh, why why did you pick that name?" I was like, "Well, cuz it's my honest to god family name. I mean, it's uh my mom's maiden name and uh like I I posted something on onto my uh my Frank Wyatt page and said I was uh, uh one of the reasons why I kind of picked that was because of uh, my uncle um just also another reason why uh, he just passed recently, but like kind of, I had that name picked for a long time anyway. So, but it was kind of a little nod of the hat, tip of the hat to him also. Absolutely. And I know uh, I mentioned to you, I usually don't put up like, uh, you know, anything like I did, but do you want to promote the event that's going on in his memory? Uh, yeah, yeah. This um, my uncle served in Vietnam in in the army, and uh, he also served for the uh, Sailor Springs, Illinois uh, American Legion post. They have a uh, like trap shoot, and he was always a big part of that. So they just started this this year and named it like uh, it's a Kenneth Wyatt uh, tra- annual trap shoot. So. 
that's a that was really really good thing and really cool thing that they've done for him and uh, he always loved serving for the American Legion and he loved serving in the army so it's uh and like I said on my Facebook page it's like I try not to bring personal things into it but it was uh it meant quite a bit to the whole entire family so Absolutely. That is very great. I understand uh, the love for family, and especially, you know, with, with name uh, sharings and whatnot, it really makes it closer to the heart when someone uh, passed on to the other realm. Mm-hmm. And, of course, um, you mentioned Homicidal Stephen Davis and Josh Totten, two great professional wrestlers on, on this side of anywhere, probably in this whole state. They're both fantastic shape. They're great workers. How is it learning the business from those two? Uh, it was, like, you know, they really, uh, whenever I came there, Josh, I, 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 I about called him, you know, I, you know, I, I started really late in life. I started training and had my uh, training from 30. I mean, I started really late in life for doing this, and I just told him, I was like, look, you know, I just kind of laid everything out for him, and they, they started out training with me, and everything, I just picked it up and quickly and kind of just moved along, and they're really good guys to learn from, and, like, they do I mean, a whole lot as far as inner stuff and uh, stuff of that nature. And then, uh, another couple of guys I kind of credit with training me, uh, maybe not in the traditional sense of actually what to, like, taking bumps and how to do moves and stuff like that, but uh, the hooligans, I got in, in part of and started riding with them everywhere, uh, myself and uh, Alex and Jake at the Viking party, and, like, like I, I always will say I started there at IWAU, and Josh and Homicidal uh, both taught me a lot, but, like, I really went out. Whenever I got on the road to the hooligans is whenever I really got, like, polished and, like, kind of finished, if you know what I mean, because you get, you know, you need to get out there and go to other places and work other people, wrestle other people in front of different crowds and everything to truly, you know, round yourself out. Well, this is kind of my opinion on it. I mean, you can't, you can, but you can't always have the perfect match with the same person. And then again, it's like yeah. interviewing you 500 times. Uh, you know, do, do you want to hear you 500 times, or do you want to go and talk to someone else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's a, that's a, that's the thing. Uh, I remember when I first started like going outside and getting getting booked elsewhere, and I was I was so worried about. Uh, oh, I don't know this person or that. Now it's if I go somewhere else, it's like I don't want to wrestle someone I know. I want to wrestle someone completely different, like someone I don't know and that doesn't know me. And that makes it that makes it more interesting to me. Then, absolutely. And of course, um, going on from that, I know you mentioned. Uh, a lot of people that I've worked with uh, since I got in the business in 2006, and I, I've done some really cool stuff with a lot of great people from this from this area, 
and favorite mm-hmm. people by or uh, fame, you know, high level guys like Bob Ward and Hawk Talkman and stuff. But getting to work with those people is just like a dream come true because you know you grew up watching the people, and when you hit that point, you almost feel like that's your WrestleMania. Sorry, you were. I thought I lost you there. Oh no. Yeah, I kind of feel like, uh, you know, that's your WrestleMania moment. If you, if you don't ever happen to make it to WWE, then you get to work with, like, a lot of the legends or up-and-comers. It's, it's really just uh, it's a great experience. Uh, yeah, I, uh, like I said, if I, and I mean, whenever I got into wrestling, I, I knew I was 30. Uh, if I had... If I had a hope or a prayer, it was like a slim chance. And I didn't, my, my goal wasn't I have to go and wrestle at WrestleMania or I'll feel like I haven't accomplished anything. was like, above and beyond was like, at, at first, was like, I just want to be the best wrestler I can at no matter what level I'm at. And then the next thing was like, well, I, I, my goal would be to make a living doing this after. However, I can. It's like that would. That's a huge accomplishment for me. Even, I, no matter what, if it's WWE or if it's you know just out of grinding on the independent circuits. And I I don't say grinding is like a bad thing. It's like I there was two years that all I did was my only way of income was wrestling, and I like I I love being in the ring. I love wrestling in front of fans, but, like, the whole, the grind of, like, just going to these different shows, to these different towns with uh, four other guys I became really good friends with, consider them some of my best friends in life, and, like, like that's that was the other part of wrestling that, like, the fans don't see that I really, really love, like, because... The five of us drove, I mean, hell, we put 100,000 miles on my car in two years driving around, and I don't regret any of it. I mean, we went, traveled all kinds of places, had all kinds of fun, and, like, that that to me, like, I, I feel I feel I've accomplished something in wrestling. You know, I, I'm nothing, you know, nothing to be mentioned or anything, like, in the quote-unquote history books of wrestling, but I feel I've done, I feel like I've accomplished something. I'm not done trying to, you know, either get better or go bigger places. I, I'm definitely not done doing that, but like, I don't feel like it's been a waste. I love doing it. I still love doing it. I mean, it's only been, it'll be five years in December since I've had my first match, but I just love, you know, it, it's, it's like you said. Like you said, working, getting to work with other people and stuff like that. You you can consider it your your WrestleMania moment. You know, even if you're not going to be there. But you know, I've had I consider them great moments I've had. Right? So much fun I've had with some friends and traveling everywhere. Right. Well, this is my thoughts on. I mean, you started a couple years after I kind of stopped doing stuff in this state with wrestling. Because, honestly, I was 16 when I started. I was a damn kid. Do you think I knew everything? Do you think I always acted professional? No. I knew how to cut a promo, and I was a decent manager, and I could ring announce. I still can ring announce, but I still got heat with the boys because of the dumb little crap I did for being a kid. You know, it's just kind of like, why should I look back on that when I had so much fun 
going up and down the yeah. roads with like Justin King, who I'm sure you know. Justin went yeah. to WWE after we worked together, and now he's back, and it's just so cool getting to go around with him again, and just getting to hang out with him again. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's so cool. I love seeing. Uh, I'm gonna come in uh, Saturday a little early just to see everybody because I like I, I've worked with so many of those guys over the years. Hooligan, Cobra, Bear. I mean, you know, you name it. I used to work for Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave's Dave's yeah. given me a lot. Uh, zero, Dave and Zero has given me a lot of opportunities. Like, I mean, I've uh, I've been their champion for. Well, if I can make it past this Saturday in January, it'll be two years. <laughs> like he's he's made, you know he's he's given me a lot of opportunities. I mean, I got to wrestle the best. Uh, I've gotten to wrestle a lot of like you know just like you said like not like great local talent around here. Uh, got to do some really cool things with uh, Harker Dirge. Uh, I was proud of the proud of the. The feud that we've done and still have. I mean, it it got some recognition and stuff like that. Like Dave's, like Dave's done a lot. Mostly, not just because he's a great worker, but he will let you pick his mind. He will tell you what to do, what you're doing wrong, how to do it better, and he doesn't yell. Yeah. He also he throws a mean fireball to you. Soft-spoken wrestler I've ever met besides Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer is yeah. very soft-spoken in real life. But, yeah. Uh, enough of me. We're running out of time. Enough of me. Frank White defending his zero one USA heavyweight title this Saturday night against ECW original Tommy Dreamer. And it's just gonna be off the charts. He's gotta be there. Tickets are still available according to what I know. Two one eight six nine four seven. You can go on to Facebook dot com and search zero one USA. Frank White, thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to meeting you. In person this weekend, I've seen you wrestle, but I've never introduced myself. So I look forward to it, sir. Thank you for giving me the time. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. I'll see you Saturday, then. Absolutely, sir. Have a great night. All right. You too. Bye. All right. Well, i got 10 seconds, but I know that they're not going to hang up on me just yet because I'm not done talking. And I've been doing this show on uh, Blog Talk for almost 10 years now, so hopefully they uh, get black. Of course, uh, Dark History Con also coming up this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I'm going to be at Dark History Con. I'm going to be at Zero One with Tommy Dreamer. I'm just going to be everywhere. I'm going to be two places at one time, and you're not going to know which one's the real name. Salem Toy and Comic Expo coming up in May of 2017. It's getting bigger and better every day. I'm really excited for the promoter. He asked me some stuff. I wasn't really able to help because I've never done expos or conventions. But hopefully and thankfully, hopefully he is getting everything he needs. And thankfully he's getting a lot that he does need, he already has. So that's very good. And while I'm done, before I'm done rambling, darkhistorycon.com. You get tickets ahead of time. There are a lot cheaper online and at the door. And, of course, um, visit Salem Toy Comic Expo on Facebook for tickets to the May 2017 Salem Comic Expo. It's one day. And uh, Salem, Illinois, it's not that far from Chicago. It's, it's probably closer to Tennessee, actually. But uh, tomorrow we will be back with a uh, professional wrestler, Andrea the Giant. It will be great talking with her. So we will see you then. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day.